You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. NFL, fantasy, college. Man, this guy does it all. Oh, my goodness. This is sick. Put this to music. Time to check in with Rotowire.com's football guru, John McKechnie. What are you doing on your phone? I am fixing my fantasy football line. On In the Zone. Rotowire.com, your home for the latest injury news, betting advice, daily fantasy analysis, all that good stuff. John McKechnie, football analyst. You can find him there. John, welcome back to the show. Excited for this one tonight? Oh, man. I mean, what, what what's better than uh, Chicago Bears versus Washington Commanders as a standalone game while, uh, you know, Bill's Chiefs on Sunday uh, will be in, you know, it's not going to be lost in the shuffle by, by any means, but, uh, you know, that... That not being a standalone game and, and this one, I mean, it's it's pretty funny and and like I understand and, and like have some sympathy for the schedule makers. They got to get everyone on one national TV game, so you got to fit it in somewhere. Um, but man, you would have thought that they could have cooked up a slightly better matchup than than, than this one. Come on now. Yeah, there. I'm looking at the schedule. Really, every other game is better than this one. Maybe Jags-Colts would be the only other one that could rival what we're going to get tonight. But you know what? It's football, so we'll watch it. Give me the top three or four fantasy-relevant players for tonight. Um, I'm Obviously, I'm very interested to see what, what Justin Fields can do if the Bears continue to, to be gung-ho about not letting their quarterback play quarterback. Uh, I want to see him throw the ball a little bit more. Um, you know, that, that kind of feeds into some interesting player props as, as it comes to uh, his attempts. Uh, you can bet on that or his completions uh, because both of those have been perilously low throughout the course of this season. Um, I want to see if the backfield gets a little bit more varied uh, when it comes to Chicago. Dave Montgomery returns last week, basically takes back over the workhorse role, even though Khalil Herbert, I thought, had done a good job in his stead, maybe earned a little bit uh, more of that work. So interested to see if that balances out one way or the other or if if we're just going to keep seeing Montgomery be the true workhorse there in Chicago. And then on the other side, I want to see Terry McLaurin get going. I mean, we we have uh, some banged-up players in this Washington uh, receiver core. Not that he should have... Uh, really needed that to to be the true alpha of that group, but you know, with, with rookie Jahan Dotson being sidelined with Deami Brown, maybe after his breakout being a little bit shaken up, um, I, I think it should be the McLaurin show. And and there are some corners on Chicago that are very very beatable. I, I think McLaurin can really go up against almost anybody, but uh, there's some particularly bad ones. So I'm interested to see uh, what Washington does to maybe isolate him on, on some of the uh, weaker. Uh, Chicago corners and, and if uh, Wentz can he uh, you know keep it in the same zip code and, and th- deliver an accurate enough pass for McLaurin to do his thing. Yeah I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of questions come my way about Brian Robinson. He had nine carries last week which doesn't sound like a lot but it actually paced the group for the Washington Commanders and I would think as 
we go along here, they're going to want to get him even more involved. Is he somebody that if you're in a pinch, you feel confident enough to start him, even though his stats didn't really back that up last week, but you can see they want to get him ramped up. Right, they they absolutely do. They they seem to just not like Antonio Gibson. So uh, you know we've talked about that. I'm I'm holding the big L uh, on that one. <laughs> it was looking um, good that, there for a minute. See, I know. I was like, oh, maybe they should keep exploring this. Apparently not. Um, but yeah, you know, as as it comes to Robinson, uh, does feel like he has the favor of of this coaching staff for however long that they, that they are still uh, in power there in Washington. So yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise me to see Robinson, uh, you know, push for double digit carries tonight. Uh, I think you'd have to be really uh, constricted by the bye weeks this week in order to to feel comfortable starting Brian Robinson. But I, I think if you're playing DFS. Um, he's a worthwhile dart, you know, in a showdown uh, type of slate. We're talking to John McKechnie, football analyst over at rotowire.com. What is Taysom Hill at this point? Two games in where he's an absolute monster. We've got a couple of others where the Saints don't really use him. I, I want to say that he's just a auto start at tight end, but... You know, you kind of have to play yo-yo, and then you, you have weeks where you don't get it right, and then he's on your bench, which is what a lot of people experienced this past week. What would you do if you had Taysom Hill on your roster? Do you just play him and just hope that at some point he's going to go off? I would have to have a really good tight end to not be starting Taysom Hill at, at this point. It, it's crazy. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. What is Taysom Hill? He's just a football player, it, it seems like, it is the bottom line. He can kind of do everything obviously his experience as a quarterback uh dating back to his BYU days he can he can do some things at the NFL level as a passer and you know I, I always thought that his best attributes were were his uh were his athleticism you know he's uh, a 220 pound guy that runs a, a low 44 I don't know if that's still the case after all the injuries that, that he's kind of uh taken on over the course of his career but you know obviously still a pretty standout athlete regardless and yeah i mean maybe they're not using lining him up at, at tight end all that often i think he has like you know 15 uh snaps at that position thus far but um whatever they're doing with him it, it's working whether it's as a ball carrier um or it just it seems to just they find a way that i don't yeah. know if any other team could, could really make it work with Taysom hill the way that the saints have been and he, he can be an explosive ball carrier so they get to go against cincinnati this week and again, you know, bottom line here with tight end being uh, as much of like a train wreck across the league for fantasy as it has been, then then Hill kind of like becomes this out of nowhere uh, godsend because really like what, once you get past the the top five or so tight ends, um, the production hasn't been pretty. And, you know, obviously Travis Kelsey and Mark Andrews kind of in, in tears of their own and tj hawkinson is third in in fantasy points but like most of the heavy lifting from that one is is from just one game when uh, the the lions really didn't have any other options out there so tight end is is bad enough to where like Taysom hill it isn't just like kind of in the discussion but i think that he's like very very much uh so and i, I think he's someone that yeah you, if you're in a format that he's tight end eligible. I think you start him. So for Kenneth Walker, he was, for those that were lucky enough to still have access to him on the waiver wire, he was the number one pickup this week. Uh, some people still held on to him or are in deeper leagues where it was no, never even a question. Either way, 
you watched this guy a lot in college too at Michigan State. Can you draw back on what you saw there, what kind of player he is, what you expect to see? He had a big run last week when he stepped up for Rashad Penny. Are you expecting big things from Kenneth Walker in a surprisingly good Seahawks offense? I definitely do. I think that, you know, this basically becomes a, a lotto ticket or, you know, like what, when you put on a pair of pants that you haven't worn since last year and you find a $20 bill in it, it uh, that that's sort of like the equivalent <laughs> he's the 20. of it. Yeah. yeah, he's the 20. Like, he, he yeah, not even a, a $1 uh, go grab a candy bar. Like, this is, you can buy 20 candy bars with this. This, wow, is, this is a really good setup uh, for, for for Walker moving forward. And, and you know, we, you asked what, what kind of player he is uh, coming out of college. We, we still don't really know what he offers as a pass catcher. He wasn't really asked to do a whole lot of that uh, during his college days, but he, he's a really, really solid runner. I think that he has the build to hold up to a, a significant workload. He certainly did uh, last year at Michigan State en route to winning the Doak Walker Award. Um, so, you know, we, we got to set up here where – Seattle, like, where is Rashad Penny? The 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 sort of reticence on him would have been like, oh, you know, what if what if Walker starts, you know, taking carries off his plate? Now now Penny's out of the equation, and believe it or not, you know, like the these third fourth options there, uh, in terms of the, the week one depth chart for that Seattle backfield, they they're not going to challenge Walker for carries really. So again, I, I could see him potentially losing some passing down work um, as the as the Seattle offense kind of gets reacclimated to to no Penny. Um, but I think that we we start to see some significant workloads for Kenneth Walker here moving forward and the, the schedule he doesn't face a top 10 defense against running backs up until week 10 against tampa and then they get the bye but uh over these next few weeks arizona chargers giants and cardinals all of those are uh, obviously that's two games against the cardinals that all those are plus matchups for a guy who i think is going to be getting significant work so it's really wheels up for walker wow yeah i missed out on that i don't know why i let dj dallas scare me off i thought it was going to be like a three-headed monster situation but you know what you all have fun with kenneth walker out there he's gonna be great latest injury news dfs advice and analysis get it all over at rotowire.com john mckechnie does great work over there thanks so much john enjoy the enjoy this barn burner tonight all right will do it should, it should be a classic all right i'll catch you next week thank you yes no doubt about it well anything will be better than what we saw last week tazi's take uh we'll have that for you around the bend and our nfl pick em. no spreads just winners we're gonna pick those next